I don't know what he's doing over there, but the Come show on, has started. Emil? Yeah. Are you uh you okay over there? What are you doing over there? I I don't know if you're aware, but we are in studio and the show has begun. <laughs> Come on, so man. I I uh what are you doing? Don't hassle me. Why? What what do you mean? I'm watching Columbo. Give me a break. You're really watching Columbo right now? Why not? You mean that that detective with the uh, what's his deal? He's got a trench coat and he always says just one more thing. Columbo. Yeah. Right? And you're watching it right now. And you would like me to not hassle you. Please don't. While you're watching Columbo. Yeah. But but also recording the show is what we're doing now. I'm saying don't hassle me, bud. I will not hassle him while he watches Columbo. I will heed his warning. Um and uh I apologize for hassling you, Babu. Look, there's big news. There is big news. <laughs> what what's the big news? What do you tell tell the people? Hey, what is that? That's a t-shirt that says don't hassle me. I'm watching Columbo, which is the thing that you just said. It's <laughs> it's finally happening. We have been uh harassed and harangued enough. Yeah. And we finally made we made t-shirts. How sick are these, huh? They're quite sick. So, and then check, oh, the biggest thing check that I'm, this out. Well, we also got freaking koozies. Oh yeah, that's that's amazing. They're really high quality. <clears throat> and you know it's it's uh it's summertime when you want to keep your beer cold and you want people to know uh or your water or tea or Sprite beer. Yeah, we're drinking beer all summer, baby. Only for twenty one or like sixteen or seventeen. Grab yourself a beer. <laughs> <laughs> But then check this out too, uh, bumper stickers. These are super sick too. Really, really cool. And then there you get uh, a trillionaire mindset one, and then the ship. Uh, well, yeah, so you get the classic. Don't hassle me. I'm watching Columbo. God dang, that yeah, beautiful. You put that on your car. The guy knows. All right, I'm going around this guy. He's oh my! Watching... They spelled hassle wrong. <laughs> I made you look. <laughs> you fucking sucker. <laughs> Shit. And then yeah, you get. You get the Trillionaire Classics. You get the freaking logo. You know that's fucking sick. That's cool. You put that on your notebook at school. Girls are going to go, you like the Trillionaire Mindset? What is that, you dork? Holy shit. Yeah, you're going to get beat up by girls. Yeah. You put this on your fucking notebook? Don't do that. You're getting beat up by girls. But this one? That one's cool. You're getting dates. You're not going to know who to take to prom. Yeah. Me and if, if you're getting made fun of, me and Ben will come take you to prom. But put it on your notebook. Also- we have to say, these are special edition, okay? We've got 110 t-shirts. Thousand. Oh. Nope, just 110. T-shirt. And then we have 100 sticker packs and 50 koozies. And- That's not a lot. It's not a lot. Wow. They are on sale as we speak. And they went on sale early for TMG Studios tiers members- and Trillionaire Mindset tier members oh, for the TMGstudios.tv. Oh, snap. You so better hurry. You it's better. entirely possible that they're gone. Yeah. Check out my mug. Yeah. Also, while you're there, throw a mug in your cart because- uh, You got money to spend. You might oh, as well. fake anyway. Take your parents' credit cards. Cut them up. Or steal a Visa <laughs> gift card from Walmart. They don't need it. Yeah. Well, actually, you can't do that because you need them to like activate it. So if you know someone who works at Walmart, then you could probably steal better. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> get your sticker packs. Get your freaking T-shirts. 
Wow, look at this guy go. He's a he's a real uh he's a real pro. You know, and once we run out, we run out. So if you don't get it on this drop, you'll have to wait until the next one. Yeah, now's your time. <laughs> who to... the fuck knows when that'll be? Yeah, who fucking knows? That's between us and God. You know how long it takes to get these? I mean, look how long it took. Look how long it took. Yeah, we had to bargain with the sticker union. Oh, yeah. We... <laughs> Big sticker was all over us. And <laughs> Big sticker was all over us. Fuck. I remember one time I put duct tape over my nipples to surf because uh, my wetsuit was chafing me. That seems like and a good idea. It actually was great, but then when I got out of the water, I had to remove the duct tape, and that's when I was like, oh, this wasn't such a good idea after all. Don't hassle me. I'm watching Columbia. And we're also going to work on doing some kind of episode, special episode where uh, we watch. Oh, we're working on it. I'm going to show Ben. I'm going to show Ben his first episode of Columbo. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And then you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to watch Chappie together, so I can guide you through why it's actually. I can't. I'm actually busy that night. I didn't even give you a no, night. No, but I'm I'm so busy. That's cool though. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I th- we'll try, but we'll figure it out. I'm just so busy. So like. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's cool. That's not even an open can. No, it is. It's really good beer. (laughs) (laughs) Apple shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. Hey Glenn, hey Glenn, uh, Glenn. I gotta send you your T-shirt. Um, it's it's on my couch. I just gotta wrap it up and send it to you. We signed it for him. Yeah. So go ahead and check the uh, disclaimer, the disclosure, whatever the hell. Hell yeah, the stocks are I really wrote, working. Um, uh, it's in the it's in the see more description box or see just click more, whatever the fuck. I don't care. Shut up, Glenn. Sorry, but mine was a joke. I wrote I wrote comply this, and then I drew a middle finger, <laughs> and then I signed it. Oh, hey, I wanted to give a shout-out to Sam, uh, a listener of the no, show. No, 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 we don't do shout-outs. A listener of the show got rear-ended by a drunk right, driver. Okay, we'll allow this shout-out. Yeah, she got rear-ended by a drunk driver and sent me a DM um, with a photo of her wearing, she was wearing her a Trillionaire Mindset shirt while as she got rear-ended. So she was wearing it in the hospital, and um, she was like hooked up to shit in the picture and was like, I've been telling the nurses and doctors to listen to your show. <laughs> I'm sure the nurses and doctors are like, shut the fuck up. Wow. I'm I, a nurse. I don't listen to podcasts. I've been getting a lot of DMs from doctors and nurses lately, and they're like, this show is dangerous to young people. You're, <laughs> you're warping their minds. <laughs> That's exactly what we want to do. We want to meld their little minds yeah. to be smarter. We we're need smushing to, their brains. We're smoothing out the wrinkles. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what, have you seen a koala's brain? Is it smooth? Smooth as silk, baby. From all the chlamydia and eucalyptus? Probably. Those little freaks. It's weird that they're bears. You don't think about that. They they're are not. bears. They're marsupials. Well, I feel stupid now. <laughs> um, pandas, too. Pandas are bears. When things you're going to tell me a panda's what, like a fucking kangaroo or something? <laughs> Wait, uh, now I'm nervous I'm wrong. Isn't a koala bear a marsupial? I don't know, man. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you the, said the bears. babies, the babies, well, because it's a koala bear. Oh, they're not bears. They're marsupials. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're little dummies. 
They're so cute though. But I think they're, they're a little aggressive. They're aggressively, stu- they're stupidly aggressive or aggressively stupid. Maybe yeah. both. I don't they, know if uh, I find them that cute. I think they're just kidding. Cute. Just kidding. Oh yeah, I forgot you got the little koala there. Uh, okay, that's incredibly cute. Yeah, that I is love cute. him. You know what I'll I'm surprised him. has survived this long without just absolutely humans? dying? It's humans, but sloths. Talk about a dumb animal. Hmm. They're just living life, man. Uh, one of my favorite um, series sequences of jokes. It would work if you were closer to me. But I'll get closer to you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting moo. Cow. Right. And then uh, you follow it up with um, knock, knock. Come on in. Fucking Christ. What? Knock, knock. It's open. Can you just? What? It's the knock, knock joke. Knock, knock. I'm just finishing up dinner. Just come on in. Anyway, you say interrupting sloth, and then as they say interrupting sloth who, you just kind of. Slowly reach your finger out and then poke them on the shoulder. It's a great, it's a great joke. Yeah. Yeah. It'd make a five-year-old piss their pants. Piss and shit their little pants. I remember I pissed my pants in kindergarten. My friend Jason Roddy, I was like, Jason, can you go grab me some paper towels? <laughs> I, I can still remember it like vividly, those those hard like cardboard elementary school paper towels, first grade paper towels. And I don't think the low quality like recycled pulp. Yeah, but I don't think that would work. Once you pissed, it's like well, it was to clean up the puddle around my feet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Oh well, because it was an emergency. So you dude. just walk away from that puddle. You know, in my school, also we didn't have doors on the stalls in our bathrooms. I like that. <laughs> so no kid, if you had to shit at school, God help you. Because not only were you shitting out of sheer emergency, so it was like you couldn't not shit. You had to shit. But kids would just show, they would, I remember going into the bathroom at recess one time and there was a crowd around the stall. And I'm like, oh, somebody must be pooping. And I and I had to turn and look and there's this kid going, go away, <laughs> leave me alone. Jesus Christ. Yeah, kids would ball up uh, wet paper towels and huck them over and it's just like, God, you poor fuckers. <clears throat> oh hey! We anyway. used to we used to pretend um, like if if the if the bathroom was kind of crowded in high school, we used to pretend that we we were like thrown out of the stall. So we would like we would have our pants around our ankles, and then we'd kind of go whoa, and then we'd fall out. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Me and my friend Chris Thatch in uh, like seventh grade. Oh, this is embarrassing. We used to see how high we could piss on the wall. Oh the Jesus! Bathroom. Yeah. Kids are disgusting. I know. You know how to say uh, constipated in German? Far from pooping. Yeah. Have I told you this one? Nope, but I, I'm, I've been around the block, my friend. I told you it. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, you're right. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe to the, our YouTube channel. If you're if you're listening, please head over to YouTube.com slash Trillionaire Mindset and subscribe. We are almost at 30,000 subs, which means we are only 20,000 away from the big kiss. The big kiss, the funky big kiss. town, baby. Fifty thousand subs. We are uh, we're at twenty nine point eight k subscribers. That's thousand. Oh wow, we're pretty close to thirty k. We're close, which means we're close to fifty k, which means we're halfway to a hundred k. When you guys get 
the penis calendar. The penis calendar. Yeah, the semi-nude <laughs> penis calendar. Uh, you're gonna want to annihilate that subscribe button. You're gonna click it so hard that some nerd over at Google recoils from his stupid keyboard, and then you're gonna want to smash that little notification bell that'll send that same engineer's head spinning, just absolutely spinning, sir. They're pressing the subscribe button way too fast and way too hard. It can't hold. It's overwhelming the servers. Shut up, bitch. Get back to work. <laughs> That's how they talk at Google. Oh, you've been on your too high again. They fire you because that... We all know that that's not how it works. Anyway, so like this video, leave a comment, follow us on social media if you want, if you're so inclined, if, if you, you feel want. so inclined. Uh, and anyway, it's gonna. Oh man, we it's got gonna what? We got a lot to cover here. Hey. <sighs> Go ahead, do it. I mean, we we. I mean, we we. <laughs> I mean, we we. I mean, we we. <laughs> <laughs> What am I, French? I mean, oui, oui. Uh, mon chéri. Uh, <laughs> Snapchat is uh, not doing so good. I, I don't know if we want to... I want to talk about gun stocks. I want to talk about the Second Amendment. I want to express my anger and disgust. I want to rant. I think you can get the rant out of the way because uh, people should see it. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, so there's this thing that happens. Uh, first of all, there's a couple of things that are gross about about our system. Um, I mean, there's a lot that's gross, but a couple of things come to mind. We talk about it a lot on this show. Yeah, we've got private prison stocks, right? So what does that mean, Emil? That means that these private prison companies have a bottom line. They've got margins. They've got shareholders to consider. What does their business model consist of? They need prisoners, they need prisoners. to fill the prisons. Otherwise, they go belly up. So do you think that those private prisons just sit back and wait to collect their prisoners? I sure hope so. Oh, you would think, my friend, but flog no, they don't. They they lobby. They they want stricter laws. They want um they they it is in their best interest to have more criminals, to have more not even criminals, I shouldn't even say that, to have more people to throw in prison. And there are also Publicly traded gun and ammunition and weapons stocks. You got Ruger. You got uh, <clears throat> Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. Uh, There's a few others who I'm. Uh, also, I mean, this we've talked about when the Ukraine stuff happened. We were like, the only winners here are going to be defense contracting companies, yeah. and their stocks are going to shoot up. And historically, <clears throat> when there has been shootings, the next day, like clockwork, all of these gun and ammunition stocks are up 5 10%. And it's usually because the the prevailing thinking is there's going to be backlash, there's going to be stricter gun laws. Therefore, people are going to go out and buy as many guns as ammo and ammo as they can before those laws get enacted. It also Obviously. happens when there's a democratic president elected. Interesting. Funny enough, Gun stocks are kind of in the shitter, and I think that there's been a muted reaction from... Uh, but they did jump a little bit. Yeah? Because there was a New York Times article. Gun, gun maker stocks, which often rise after mass shootings, jump. It's gross. It, it's it, it, Yeah, look at this quote um, from this guy, uh, 
Uh, oh, yeah, Smith & Wesson and Vista Outdoor both yeah. increased about 7%, while Sturm Ruger gained more than 4%. The stock market overall was up about 1% the other day. Uh, the gun industry has perverse incentives because sales and their stocks go up when there are events like this. They also had a they also had a big pandemic because gun sales uh, went up sharply during oh, the pandemic. Oh, huge! There were before. lines around the block yeah. at at your local gun store. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you know what's interesting? I've been seeing billboards around Los Angeles for less than lethal oh, guns. Yeah. What the fuck are those? Those are that's really they're like handguns that are orange. I imagine it's like rubber bullets or something. Yeah. Really interesting. Just do you huh. not want to kill, but you still want to maim? <laughs> I got a gun for you, pal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So <clears throat> I went on a bit of a Twitter rant last night because I just was pissed off thinking about this shit. Um, and there's going to be things that I'm going to leave out that that I'm going to remember later, and it's going to piss me off. But there's just there's a lot to cover with how fucked up it is that we are where we are and just a couple things that i want to rattle off and feel free to chime in with whatever you got but the constitution was written what over 200 years ago what is it 200 and 200 the odd years whatever yeah. yeah like they didn't even have candy back then they didn't even have sour skittles they probably had candy yeah but they didn't have sour skittles if you gave if you, <laughs> they didn't have if, sour you if you gave ben franklin a sour skittle his his little freak head would explode Sure. Yeah. You know, it, they didn't even know dinosaurs existed. You don't think so? If, no, I know so. They didn't. Dinosaur bones weren't discovered until like the 1800s. But they probably believed in dragons. <laughs> I I get where you're going with yeah. this. Yeah. And yet, we, 250 whatever years into the future, are beholden to these rules laid out by these guys, and. Uh, so a, a similar kind of thought exercise that I like to think of is, hey, if we were given free reign to create a nation today and we were to lay the groundwork for future generations hundreds of years down the line, no sensible person would be hard and fast like, nope, what we think of today, even though we can't fathom what technology technological advances will occur in the next 100 and 200, 300 years, what we say today will have to stick after we're long dead and buried and have been reincarnated into various beautiful animals, hopefully a dog. That's what you want to be? That's what I want to be. But it it just it blows my mind how staunchly um, stubborn the, the, the Second Amendment fucker, boners, I'll call them, Second Amendment boners are. Sickos. Which is funny because the first part of the Second Amendment says well-regulated. Well regulated, and yet it's just there's no, there's absolutely no room for any kind of regulations. Yeah. Well, that's what's funny. They're doing the. Uh, it's always they're going to take our guns. They're going to take our guns. And, and I'd like to see you try. There are two gun bills that passed in the House that are just sitting there waiting for a vote in the Senate, and um, neither of them are gun bans or about taking laws. Uh, they're also quite short. If you'd like to read them, you can look them up, H.R. 8 and H.R. 1446. Both of them, H.R. Uh, 8 is for requiring a background check for every arms sale. The purpose of the act is to utilize the current background checks process in the U.S. to ensure individuals prohibited from gun purchase or possession are not able to obtain firearms. H.R. 1446, similarly, 
Wants to revise background check requirements applicable to proposed firearm transfers from a federal firearms licensee. It increases the amount of time from three business days to a maximum of ten or a minimum of ten business days. And a popular refrain. So these is, are not. Uh, yeah. There's no. Well, bad guys are going to find a way around the the gun laws anyway, <laughs> and that drives me insane because, well, how many guns are in America? There's like 400 million guns in America, something like that. I believe there's like two for every one citizen. Well, then that'd be about. 700 million. So there, there's hundreds of millions of guns in America. And what drives me wild about these people who say, well, you might as well not make laws because bad guys are going to... Well, we might as well not have any laws, first of all, because if that's where you're going, that's that logical conclusion. But secondly, the only reason we are at this point where there is such a glut of gun supply out there for people to skirt laws is because of decades of lax policy like this that's been influenced by the gun lobby and by the NRA. Sure. So if we had implemented sensible restrictions 30, 40, 50 years ago, we wouldn't be in this position today, or at least we would be significantly less likely to be, I would think. And for that matter, here's my solution. Oh, you've got, oh, I love prescriptive uh, rights. Gun, there needs to be myriad incentives to reduce the supply of guns buybacks, mm. tax incentives. They work. Vouchers for fucking gas, vou- whatever. Like, <laughs> hey, you got it. You got a, an AR-15? We'll buy it back from you for $3,000. It's just like the cash for clunkers thing that California did for uh, cars that failed smog. You got a car that's worth 500 bucks? Doesn't matter. We are going to buy it back for 3000 Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily the problem, right? This kid bought- well, That's one part of the problem. That's okay. one Because this, this kid turned 18, bought a gun sure. like a week later. So that's the other thing. So, I mean- And so- he's not going to go, I was going to shoot up this school, but you know what? I heard I can get a rebate for gas. What? That's one part. There's, there's, you need it's to make it harder to get guns. Yes. So I'm talking about, that's just the first part. You got to get rid of the existing guns. You got to, or at least dramatically reduce them. Second part is you got to make it so fucking hard to get a gun. All right. Now we're talking. You got to make it so fucking hard to get a gun. You got to. How have, hard you, is it? You have to say. You have to give a, 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 a reason why you need the gun. I'm going to kill myself. Multi- <laughs> you need to undergo. Okay, so I like this quote. I don't know who it's from, but Rex Chapman, the guy, the perennially online Twitter guy, uh, former NBA player. player yeah. Uh, here's this quote. How about we treat every young man who wants to buy a gun like every woman who wants to get an abortion? Mandatory 48-hour waiting period, parental permission, a note from his doctor proving he understands what he's about to do, a video he has to watch about the effects of gun violence, an ultrasound wand up the ass. Uh, you know, this. let's close down all but one gun shop in every state and make him travel hundreds of miles, take time off work, and stay overnight in a strange town to get a gun. Make him walk through a gauntlet of people holding photos of loved ones who were shot to death, people who call him a murderer and beg him not to <clears throat> buy a gun. I mean, this is a I mean, bit... I, I I get what he's saying, yes. but you don't even need to go that far. There are plenty of things that are more regulated than guns, right? It's just, like, it's they're very easy to get. There was... An automobile license? Sure. And there's that video going around of... Um, some news company in Virginia had a 13-year-old. The first they sent him into different stores to try to buy booze. They're, they laugh him out of the store. Then he does cigarettes. Then he does a lot of tickets. And every time he gets laughed out of the store. And then he goes to a gun show. 13-year-old. 13-year-old. He goes to a gun show and buys a, uh, buys a gun. Successfully buys a gun. <clears throat> Very easily. 
And um, in what state was this? Virginia. Yeah, and it's yeah. All of these things are much harder to do. Best country and in the world. When it's a public sale, apparently you have to be eighteen. But when it's when you go to a gun show, it's this weird loophole. It's they're considered private sales. I, so yeah, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be the same. It doesn't have to follow the same regulations. I don't understand what goes what the brain worms in these uh gun lovers heads well, are they fuck doing them. they fuck the guns but i i don't understand how they're even against that any kind of well i don't think okay so that that's a small percentage of the population sure it's there's that number going around now like 89% of people are desperate for some kind of gun regulation yes but as we've talked about on the show public opinion does not influence American policy. No, the minority rules. <laughs> uh, no, the, yeah, the lobbies rule. Yeah. Um, and you're seeing the reaction from right-wing politicians is bizarre. They, you know, they love to talk about the mental health crisis, right? But Texas denied uh, federal funding for addressing the mental health crisis. Yeah. Uh, or they blame, well, there's too many goddamn doors on that school. That's what Ted Cruz said. Have you seen how many fucking doors are on that school? That's the real problem. Ted Cruz is such a parasitic worm <laughs> of a man. And you can, I, it just looking at his face and the, the forced expression of concern in his eyes. And he's just such a hollow shell of a person who truly, I mean, he's just. What an ugly, ugly person. He should just take off and go back to Cancun for this one. He should just, oh, man. I, I mean, it's just, it's just such a bummer that this guy exists. Oh, yeah, he's real. He's just such a, like, he's just so fucking fake and phony. It's Oh, it, remember when Donald Trump was, like, ragging on him, dunking on his wife? And then Trump wins the primary, and, and he's like, you know, Donald Trump is a good man. I stand behind him, and yep, he just go. fucking he's lines just, up behind it. He's imagine being such a fucking feckless coward. Imagine fucking. Imagine having to fuck him. Okay, so I actually did in the late nineties fuck Ted Cruz, <laughs> and it was kind of good. Just look at his stupid bulbous nose and his his smooth skin and his. High cheekbones. Are you? <laughs> His kissable, pouty lips. Holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't... It sucks ass. It's... it's it. God. I don't quite understand the way people dig their heels on this. Especially watching... You know, it was, it was probably just, you know, six months ago or so when you're watching, you know, parents just absolutely scream at teachers and school board members and even doctors and healthcare workers right for even suggesting the children that a child should wear a mask in school oh it's going to it's going to traumatize them in unknown <clears throat> ways there was a, there was videos of them uh threatening a doctor i think it was in tennessee or something yeah that's right he's trying to drive out away from the uh away from the like school board meeting yeah we know where you live. Yeah, these masks, it's, it's traumatizing children. How about fucking active shooter drills? Or, 
hey, how about just active shooters? And just that existing as a as a thing, I didn't have to do that. We worst we had was fire drills and uh, we had earthquake drills. We did them. You did active shooter drill. Yeah. Fuck man. Code blue. Just before my time. Thank God. Uh, it, it it's it. A lot of these people proudly proclaim that America is the greatest country on earth by virtue of the fact that so many people try to come to America, which is so stupid because it supposes that. America is the only country that people want to immigrate to. People immigrate to uh, uh, Mexico from Guatemala. People immigrate to the UK from Africa and Eastern Europe. Like, it's not, we're also, not the only country where people try to escape to. But that also doesn't give you a blank check to be like, look, people want to come here so it's fine if children get shot. Yeah, no shot kidding. up. People also want to go into shitty nightclubs, and that doesn't mean that they're good. Yeah, and you know what? People get shot up in nightclubs, too, because that's just the way America works. And and I remember during Sandy Hook, <clears throat> I got into it with this kid that I went to high school with who's like a big Civil War reenactor guy or World War II reenactor guy, big gun guy, and he dug in his heels and he said, he pretty much said, yeah, these dead kids are the cost of freedom. No way. Yep. What? What? That's an insane. That's pretty much what he said. He said, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I know it's ugly, but this is the cost of freedom." Well, then maybe it ain't worth it, <laughs> son. Maybe <laughs> is that freedom? What freedom? Right. The real freedom is like kids not being scared to yeah. go to school. What? That feels like. What freedom. are you talking about, dipshit? What? I. It's just the, the. What makes us the greatest country? Oh, you get sick and you're bankrupted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, or that, like, that is it. Because you have the freedom to choose. Don't how you you're bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. the freedom to choose. Is it Cigna? Is it Blue Cross? Right. Is it you Kaiser? You have the freedom to choose which one you can't afford. Yes. And then if you can get that one, you have the freedom for your teeth to fall out. Because, of course, health insurance isn't going to cover your fucking teeth. No. That's in your mouth. That's a different fucking thing. Plus, it's your fault for having teeth. <laughs> yeah. See? Come on. Who told you to have teeth? Yeah. Dumbass. It's just... Maybe that system should be changed. And what also drives me nuts is the guys who say, well, you don't like it, just leave. I thought America was great because you could change things about it. And I thought America was good because that's like, that's what the, that's what the founding fathers dictated is, hey, if shit sucks, you guys should change it. Also, that's what they said. The founding verbatim. fathers can suck my dick. Yeah, the founding fathers <laughs> can suck my dick. That's like... They didn't even invent fucking lip balm. They didn't have bliss text. My guy's walking around with the most chapped lips he's yeah. ever experienced. They owning didn't have, owning they, slaves. Yeah, they didn't have manscaped back then. They didn't know how to. They, they oh. didn't have electricity. <laughs> they didn't have electricity. You could fire a musket and it would take you like 90 seconds to reload. One little ball right you could you could fire two shots like every three minutes christ on the cross and if you're if you're one of the i know we have conservative listeners and stuff and get get some help no don't say that i know but like i know that there's here's gonna, what i would say there's gonna be the inevitable <clears throat> guy in the comments who's like you don't know what you're talking about and this fucking second amendment is it's freedom and if you don't understand that living you got to get the fuck out and to that i just say you haven't been listening I would say, ask yourself, what do you want? Yeah. What? Because if you can 
honestly look at yourself and go, this is what I want. This is the world I want. Yeah, it's, this is it's, the country. It's more important to me that I have this freedom than stopping children from dying when they go to school. Then fine. And you can live with that. That's okay. But I, th- I think you need to really ask yourself, what do I want? And not just get sucked into a weird politicized thing of like, a feeling, you know, no, this is right and true. We need this. It eventually falls back on, well, <laughs> how are you going to get rid of the guns then? I'd like to see you take it. Or you're a pussy. That's what they usually true, say. Though. That's true. That is true. I mean, come on. Yeah, oh, yeah. or it's Can these we also, guys. Like, that's, I love the fucking macho, like, pro-gun guys. I sent this in. So this is Rep. Randy Fine from God knows where. <clears throat> I have news for the embarrassment that claims to be our president. Try to take our guns. And you'll learn why the Second Amendment was written in the first place. So thinly veiled threat coming from this, this motherfucker. <laughs> and then we've got Jeffrey Clark replying, Civil War it is then. Yeah, just And then war. just, God. It's, Fuck uh, you, Jeffrey Clark. The 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 other countries that have done civil something war about is it, then we are going to have civil war, which is fine. Uh, don't even get me started on that. But <laughs> the the other countries that have enacted gun restrictions, I know I'm thinking of Japan, Australia, the UK, um, countless other ones. Oh yeah, Australia is like the perfect example because they're quite a similar country to us in a lot of ways and oh. they they had mass shootings and then they did sensible gun laws and they haven't had uh and now look at them because now they they have an unarmed populace so their government's fully free to be fascist and just take them over true hey <laughs> where were the gun guys when uh when the tyrannical government was forcing us to wear masks and vaccines where were you guys? Why didn't you overthrow the government? Polishing those guns. Polishing those guns, just waiting for those cops that they love and respect to come shoot at them. Try and take it. The cops that you love must respect and love all law enforcement, but also going to kill the law enforcement when they come to try to take my guns. Because uh. they're part of the fasc- fascist government that I love because you should always listen to the cops, but also when the cops try to come and take my guns... I'd like to see you try, cops. We can't even... We've been talking about this for a while, but the fucking... I don't know if you saw the video of the useless cops just basically st- stopping the parents from trying to run in to... Uh, the good guys with the guns didn't do anything, you mean? Oh, there was also a fucking... What? There was an armed cop at the school. What? Yeah. It didn't it didn't work like they of, said it would work. A lot of people are talking about arming the teachers. We need to arm the kids. Oh yeah, my sister Dana, who's a fucking special ed teacher, uh definitely is going to be able to handle uh taking down a mentally ill guy with, with a an fucking AR-15. AR15. Yeah, she's not going to be panicked or making sure that her kids are okay. She's going to be thinking, "I remember my training." Her voice is going to change. Uh the other the other Have you ever shot a gun? Yeah. It's funny because there was a there was an article where a guy was like, "I went to shoot an AR-15," and his whole thing was basically like, "It was terrifying." And basically, every gun owner was like owning him like pussy, whatever. I had shotguns when I was younger, and then I went after that article had came out, and I was like, "This is kind of scary." I don't like being around all these people shooting guns and having to shoot this gun. I went with like guys, and I was like, "I guess I'll shoot the gun." 
but I really didn't. I was like, I have no desire to do it. It's a, it's yeah, it's a. Uh, for a lot of these dudes, it's a hobby, and I understand you got to have hobbies, and I understand marksmanship, and and I understand. Listen, I understand responsible gun ownership. Sure. And these guys get so butthurt when they're like, well, what about responsible? <laughs> what about responsible gun owners? And it's like, okay, fucko. What do you need an assault rifle for? Some, if cops try to come take my gun. I need the gun to protect myself from the gun. I need a job so that I can afford my car to drive to Has work. Has there ever been a scenario where that's worked? Fucking like Waco, Texas. Weren't they like armed to the gills? That's why we need guns, dude, to prevent another Waco. But they had guns and explosives. I know. I know. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. Is that it's, uh, fuck, this is going to come out later. I, I just know Jesus. it. Wait, can you click on that? It looks like a meme right under yeah. it. What does that say? <laughs> you can have my gun when you pry it from my cold dead hands and then it's a, a drone a drone firing a missile not a problem, not a problem. um that's uh, the drone voice would definitely be like not a problem gleep glorps that's style. the thing dude your ar-15 is not going to help you if the american government chooses to turn on its own citizens i'm sorry but they have like you know the CIA has weird lasers that make you shit your pants and stuff. Like the Jewish lasers, <laughs> Jewish satellite lasers. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene knows all about those weird Jewish lasers. Uh, it's also the the. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Here it is. The other countries that have that all collectively came together and said, "All right, yeah, we're not going to do this." There is a difference between us and them, and the difference is Americans are the most selfish, short-sighted, full-of-denial creatures that inhabit this earth. The most entitled, self-important, righteous people yeah, to walk the earth. I feel bad putting it that way because I think it's a... I think it's like a like we were joking about, you know, no health care, no employment protections, no whatever. And it's like a sick society we've built for ourselves here where everyone does feel. I mean, I think that is a, a problem bred out of everyone feeling like they have no safety net, nothing to fall back on. So, yes, they have to be viciously out for themselves. Yes. Otherwise, Oof. they could they could be the next person living on the street. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the country, the Christian nation who's one of their central tenets is love thy neighbor, also is like, hey, yeah, but fuck my neighbor. Right. Uh, and you hear it with every, like whenever there's some kind of push to do something that could help people, it's like, let's eliminate student debt. And it's like, well, what about all the people who fucking, who, who paid off their student debt? Yeah. And it's like, well, I can't have something good happen to someone because I, I suffered through something. Sure. Or... Universal healthcare. Who can, so we who all can pay for that? Suffer. Why should I pay for that? Right, fucker. You pay for the streets. You pay for the the fire department, the police department. You pay for you're every fucking thing. For your, you're paying for your healthcare as well. Christ, man. It's like we're we're just a very selfish people. Sure, and, but and I think there's it's no sense of there's no there's no unifying sense of we're all truly in this together. Let's all come together to find a solution to a thing. And it's just it's just a downer. It's a fucking bummer, dude. Sure. Because we've never Ugh. collectively come together. No, I don't think an American has ever had that experience. I don't think they would know what that is like. You know what we got to do? We got to put acid <laughs> in, in the, the water, water supply. supply. Yeah. Now we're talking, bud. Yeah. Now we're talking. Dose the masses. Right. You know what I'm saying? That could help. That could help. But seriously, there are like there are countries where they can 
truly feel what solidarity is like. It yes. was, uh, I can't remember if it was, uh, like Norway or Finland. It was basically they, you know, the government had decided to, uh, cut pensions for say the postal workers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And unions across the board and all industries were like, nah, we're going on strike. Don't fucking do that. And then they were like, <laughs> okay, we won't fucking do that. I love that for them. Um, but in America, everyone just goes, I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. So, it's, it's not happening to me. Get unions, a job. Unions are a leftist ideal. Get a job. Yeah. Lazy asshole. <sighs> then leave. I don't want to. My friends and family are here. Yeah. I have a life here. Well, then buy a gun to protect them if you love them so much. <laughs> Mine as well. Yeah. Well, you want to ha- engage in the most graceful pivot? In all of podcasting, sure. How it's, many how many um, audience do you think we lo- lost for that? Uh, I mean, uh, I sincerely twenty five minutes. I would hope that anyone in our audience wouldn't take what we're saying personally. I'm not attacking you if you if you hold these beliefs. I just hope that you have the uh, critical thinking skills and the um, the 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 self reflectiveness necessary to kind of take a step back and look at the bigger picture. And realize that clearly something ain't working and something's not going right. Enough's enough, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've talked, the the things that get politicized, they're quite odd. I I don't know why this is a politicized thing. I think, and that's what makes everyone feel so insane is, you know, you're asking for, and not to be a downer, but we've been through this many times. I'm not optimistic. And we will again. Yes. I'm not optimistic that anything will change uh so i mean this is all just shouting into the void anyway um but to keep watching it happen yeah and go holy shit we live in a fucking nightmare and to cross your arms and just say that's the cost of freedom or that's the second amendment again like what is it gonna take for you to say hey maybe we ought to change something right and you you get so butthurt about it being politicized well, then maybe if it wasn't one of the central tenets of your party, we wouldn't have to politicize it. Maybe if you, you know, took a little bit of a step toward the middle. I don't know. Just and if and if you if you if you're that sensitive that you get that butt hurt about one aspect that is clearly broken in this country, I don't know what to tell you, bub. Keep tuning in though cuz we do need you. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. And um <sighs> All right, let's see you do it. Let's see you pivot your way out of this, you fucking broadcast professional. Well, normally it, you would take a commercial break and you would say like, "Hey, oh, you know what's uh you know what's going on in the market this week?" Huh. What's going on, pal? Well, a big some big news came and happened. Besides uh, the gun stocks bouncing. Yeah, well, uh, things are slowing down and there's a lot of talk out there about um a recession looming, and there's there. It's it's interesting, but first we'll we'll get to Snapchat. Oh, how's that beer? I'm so drunk. <laughs> Snapchat got murked. It got knocked down 44 percent the other day because uh, they said that they were going to fall short of their own guidance that they had given last quarter. Uh, not only did they say they were going to fall short of it, they were going to be below the low end of their estimates. So that freaked out pretty much the entire ad and tech sector. 
the CEO said that they're planning to slow hiring through the end of the year. It hit Pinterest, it hit Facebook, it hit Google, it hit the trade desk, pretty much all ad tech, like I said. Um, and the Apple privacy updates that came into effect last year are really starting to, that whose effects were unknown at the time. Because it was like, well, we don't really know the scope of this. Are people, because what is it? Because How does it work? Yeah, I didn't have... <clears throat> It basically, after their software update, if you were an Apple iPhone user, you would now get, every time you opened a new app, you would get a notification saying that they've implemented this thing and you can ask the app not to track. And so you, and you have two options, ask app not to tra- track or allow. And what does that do? It, it, it significantly diminishes the effectiveness right, of targeted before, ads? Yeah, whereas before, basically all third-party apps were allowed to track your data. Now... You can opt out. They were allowed to track your data, but were they allowed to track your mama? Ben. That's a damn good joke. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and, and something <clears throat> like 60, over 60% of iPhone users Are opted out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, it feels so fucking good. Yeah, and it crushes, I mean, you're starting to see it. So if 99% of Snap ads in 2020 came from Snap uh, revenue, excuse me, came from ads. Uh, buddy, that's going to Have you ever felt it hurt. when, like, with Google Maps, so I've been, like, trying to be more private with my stuff, and someone told me that basically Google Maps is constantly following and tracking everything and storing everywhere you go. Yeah, because that helps with the traffic. Right, and... Like showing traffic patterns. Yeah, and someone was like, you should turn it off so they don't track you. And I did turn it off, and it's Google Maps is so much more inconvenient now because it doesn't it doesn't save all the places you go. So whereas before, you know, if I put your address in a bunch, it would it would know when I was going. It would be like, are you going to Ben Cons? It would or and it, or I could just stick in the five. Ben's address starts with a five. Try to figure it out. Yeah, mine starts with a five too because we live two blocks away from each other. Yeah, I'd like to see you try to take my gun. <laughs> no, I don't have any guns. These guns. But I have an axe in my bedroom. Damn. You come to my house, I'll be ready. Um, I got a baseball bat. But I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I, uh, I might just opt back in because it's, it's horrible. I don't even recall ever being asked, but I'm sure I just said, yeah, it's fine. Track me all you want. Yeah, you seem. You like... deserve to make a little money. <laughs> I hate when they do that. Like uh, Google will be like, help us out. Tell us how your trip was. Uh-huh. It's like, mm, help yourself bitch when i don't I, work for you whenever i get prompted the cookie question on websites i always accept you have you just have to it's because like, it makes me feel like if i say no it's gonna like not work or something yeah well no if you hit no then you get taken to another page where it's like which ones do you want to opt out and it's like look i just wanted to read the article yeah or i want to be told that i've reached my free article limit yeah and, then, to, and then click out <laughs> i'm not here to play your baby games yeah so but yeah, these are hurting companies big time. Yes, with their targeted ads. Yeah, and so a lot of companies are are it, it's starting to feel like a lot of them are bracing for impact from this unknown looming economic downturn, and they're laying off employees to preserve cash because you know with interest rates rising, cash is less expensive or more expensive to borrow, and there's. It's less of a friendly market for cash-intensive um, growth stocks, tech stocks. Can I say one thing about Snapchat? Yeah. 
I would for sure think when I saw the headlines and stuff, I thought it was going to be that they were losing subs- uh, not subscribers, but revenue uh, users. Oh, users. Who like who uses Snapchat? It's fucking kids. Oh, know. is it all kids? I I mean I don't know. That's just what I assume. I assume it was, that it's. Did you did you use it at one time? Uh, years ago. Right. I used it because it was like everybody was able to use this one, whatever the f- filter was at the time. And I was like, I got to get on that. I got to gotta use that I mean, cool my, filter. My friends were on it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Look at that. 15 to 25. Okay. If you're Gen Z, don't fucking come at me for not being on Snapchat. I feel bad for whatever Jennifer out there has a last name that starts with Z. Gen Z. And every time it's like, are they, huh? <laughs> Huh? Me? No, Jen. What are you doing on your computer? I'm just selling a couple things before. Um, and it's not stocks. I can see he's like selling a piece of furniture. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. selling a. St- I'm selling stock stuff. <laughs> it's an doggy. armoire. It's a. Uh, I, I. I. The. The market could be. I mean, we've had quite a bounce, but I'm like making sure that I have positions that are expiring tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm ringing the cash register real fast so excuse me i'm sorry uh very unprofessional sorry um or very professional yeah oh i'm up a thousand bucks on tesla uh calls for next week i will ring the register there thank you so much ben musk (laughs) fuck you elon (laughs) should we talk about him for a second before we have to (sighs) yeah i guess um oh wait 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 um so the, the the thing with Snapchat, it's not unique to Snapchat. There's this uh, Deutsche Bank, this guy from Deutsche Bank. Who said, you hate. No, I don't. I have no opinion. You do. I hate Deutsche Bank or this guy? You hate Deutsche Bank. Sure, sure, certainly. There is an episode where you fucking are like, Deutsche Bank sucks. They're also kind of a joke of a bank. Like, they're the Deutsche butt, Bank? Yes. Just a garbage shit bank. He said it, folks. No, you said it. Okay, <laughs> well, there you have it. I guess I did. But now you're like, I love their analysts. So all I use is to do it. No, but what this guy said is a quote. While the excess valuation premium has largely been wrung out, a.k.a. stocks have dropped, valuations have dropped, it is not yet low, and valuation concerns are now giving way to earnings concerns. Meaning, you know, at the tippy top, it was like, wow, a lot of these uh, rates are going to be rising and uh, uh, interest rates are going to be rising. Uh, so a lot of these valuations are a little lofty, right? Well, now that's giving way to earnings concerns. And he goes on to say, forward estimates, a.k.a., you know, when they're when companies are making estimates like Snapchat did about uh, forthcoming quarters, have begun to be downgraded but remain well above prior trend levels, leaving them vulnerable. So, yeah, there's there's still a lot uh, out there, and oh man, do we even fucking get all of into this, this could be related too to a lot of you know people are going outside again. Yeah, people are yeah. gonna be on. T- I was on fucking every app so much during the whole lockdown. Yeah, and now I'm out there touching grass, baby. And that speaks to this. Uh, you know, we'll we'll touch on that in the after hours, uh, just like digital regulation, because I think that that's an interesting conversation. So stick around for that. We're going to be talking about um, that. But there's this guy from Morgan Stanley, Mike Wilson, who thinks that there's further downside ahead. Can you click that? I liked what he said. Um, he said the bottom line: equity clients, meaning you know, uh, 
equity clients in this situation means um, funds and whatnot uh, who are owning stocks are bearish overall, and they're not that optimistic about a quick rebound. While this is a necessary condition for a sustainable low, we don't think it's a sufficient one. So basically he's saying, hey, everybody's uh, pretty bearish, and usually that is necessary to put in a low when everybody's on one side of the boat, but it's not sufficient this time. Uh, their 12-month target for the S&P 500 is 3,900. They expect an overshoot to the downside this summer that could come sooner rather than later. Uh, while sentiment and positioning for active institutional investors is low, asset owners... So uh, they still have a lot of clients who are really heavily exposed to stocks. Um, as they reallocate some of that money toward bonds, a.k.a. away from stocks... Uh, and other assets like bonds that are less vulnerable to the slowing growth slash recession narrative. He's saying that that should weigh on stock prices in the near term. Um, and then he says, we think that 3,400 on the S&P, which is about over 600 point drop from here, is a level that more accurately reflects the earnings risk in front of us. And we expect that level to be achieved by the end of the second quarter earnings season, if not sooner. Vicious bear market rallies will continue to appear until then, and we would use them to lighten up on the areas most vulnerable to the oncoming earnings reset. So in bear markets, you have days like today that just have really sharp, violent uh, bounces. And he's this Mike Wilson guy is saying that, uh, hey, use those to lighten up on. Um, so if you're someone out there who's got a bunch of uh, stuff that you're down on, you know, maybe according to this guy, you should consider unloading. But here's what I think. What do you think, pal? Sorry, I'm talking a lot. I know. I think that people are conflating a normalization of consumption behavior yeah, with a the recession. Chart? Yes. So what does that mean? <clears throat> I, I think basically when we had COVID, shit dropped off and then it fucking rebounded because you had um, people staying at home, people trading stocks, and you had uh, uh, the stimulus stuff coming in. Right. And there was a massive pull forward in consumption behavior, meaning like e-commerce just like swiped up big time. So I think that since we're now leveling off and going back toward normalization, people are conflating that drop from such a uncharacteristically high high in consumption behavior with a recession. Right. It's just kind of a reversion to the mean. Um, and so this chart about e-commerce sales as a percentage of total s retail sales, pretty much look at that shit. Yeah. And for the audio listener, it like it shot up like crazy. And then it looks like it takes a pretty sharp dip, but then starts to level off. Tapers off. This is the this is the chart from um, uh, Fred, the Federal Reserve. Uh, Did you say Fred? Did yeah. you say well, yeah, it's Fred? Fred. Fred. Federal Reserve something E something. Yeah, Fed. No, Fred. Fred dot St. Louis Fed dot org. Why Fred? I think it's Federal Reserve <laughs> E something. I don't know what it stands for. Federal Reserve uh economic what the fuck? Data. Economic data. Oops. It yeah, I knew I knew what it was. I just wanted to see if you knew. No, you didn't know. Uh but, I knew the E stood for economic. So <laughs> what is interesting though is only so this is e-commerce retail sales as a percent of total sales. 
Look how, like, e-commerce, you would think that it would be, the penetration would be so much deeper. The what? Penetration. Would be what? Deeper. Oh. Yeah. But it's not. It's just the tip, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And we're all saying, penetrate it, a little deeper if yeah, you could. It, 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 but it, it was on such a steady uptrend and then, and then just really went parabolic there. And then you could say it pulled out a little bit. Yeah, you could. You could say that... uh e-commerce sales got their nut and they pulled out a little bit so so and then like i i was seeing other finance people wigging out because like amazon for example there was a headline that they're getting rid of like 10 million square feet of uh of warehouse space and um they're like oh amazon's pulling back and it's like yeah because they overbuilt in anticipation of of this trend continuing. But now that it's kind of tapered off, they're pulling back a little bit. That doesn't mean that a recession is is necessary or is necessarily going to happen. It's just like, hey, come on, guys, let's uh let's use our We're little... experiencing a weird correction. Yeah, let's use our noggins a little bit here. Businesses love to when things are good, they love to convince themselves that they'll always be this good mm. forever. Mm-hmm. And then they go, "Oh, what the fuck?" Yeah. It's not as good anymore. <laughs> yeah. And everyone freaks out. Carvana is an interesting one. Like yeah. That, where it's like, oh, well, looks like the, the business model of just buying cars sight unseen and then flipping them in these giant vending machines is Can I tell- perfectly sustainable. All of these fucking companies disrupting, oh. it's fine. You know, some of you guys have good ideas, but I can't stand, for example, I was in the grocery store. And I saw which and, one, Trader Joe's. No, it was uh, some natural air one. I was up north, so it was a Safeway, uh-huh. and I saw a Dollar Shave Club stuff in the toiletries aisle. And I, I just hate when it comes full. They're like, we have changed the whole game. You don't buy razors from the store anymore. You fucking join our club, and we send it to you, and it's the new way to do it. And then just like five years later, they're like, actually, you can get them in stores because that worked pretty well for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we're doing it now. But that's genius because it's the 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 smart thing to do ten years ago was come up with a very flashy commercial that has viral potential, like the Dollar Shave Club commercial, where the guy walks through, he's like, Dollar Shave Club's different, and all sorts of shit's happening. And, uh, here's why. <laughs> and you you repackage an existing thing and get everybody going, yeah, wow, buying a razor is fucked up. Going to the store is fucked up. Dollar Shave Club is tight because they use memes to get through to my dumb brain, and they say balls in their commercial. <laughs> but then they're just like... like we're the same. Yeah, it's the same. Exa- then it just comes full circle. That's the smart way to usurp the uh, incumbent products. Is just but they didn't. They're just sitting there next to fucking Gillette. But they refreshed it. That's what I'm saying. That is smart because you refresh it and you make it. You put you you sprinkle a little fairy dust on the turd, and then you're like, damn, that's a brand new turd. Oh, and what you're talking about with the like memes, I can't stand it. We'll cu- we'll cut this if we ever have uh if if Tushy if Tushy ever wants to. Oh, what is Tushy's thing? Like, hey, you got shit in your Dude, ass? They're it, they're insane about it. Tell me one. C- can we look up Tushy's copy? Just like go to their Tushy, website. Tushy meme. There, there's everything. It's like every other word is like a sh- stop wiping your butt. Start washing with Tushy. Transform your restroom into the best room with our full lineups. <laughs> Transform your restroom into the best room. 
Hey, fuck face. Two clean bums are better than one. These aren't even bad. I, I, I Here's my deal with with uh, these bidets. Look, when I pee, that shit splat. Even if I if I aim for the side of the port, maybe it's just my poop port. happens everywhere. So be prepared with the tushy. Tra- the only whatever fuck. collapsible and expandable <laughs> bamboo toilet paper, bamboo towels. Damn, they sell all sorts of products. I don't trust. I mean, I trust a bidet, but there's so many nooks and crannies in a in bidet. In your butthole. Oh, there's so many nooks and crannies in, in your butt. Let me finish. There <laughs> we are finish s- each other's sentences. I know, that's but the charming th- thing. About- but this this is not the sentence right, that sorry, I'm going to finish. Ahead. There are so many of those that I just said in a bidet. You're- oh. <laughs> and for me, that's an opportunity for piss flex. To get, because when I pee, it gets a little. What are you talking about? (sighs) When I pee, sure, in my toilet, sure. No matter if I'm aiming for the porcelain or directly in the water, there's inevitably a little bit of like, like splash, and it gets all over the inside of the bowl and uh, like the the rim of the bowl and like on the back of the seat. My man's bathroom is a mess. No, because I wipe it down every time. But you know a fun thing about Ben? Every time I'm at his house, what? And I go to the bathroom. Just before I close the door, you go, wipe the seat. Yeah, because my toilet, I don't know if my, it's my man, toilet can I just or what. Take a piss without mom fucking. But it splashes. It, there's piss that splashes. And I'm like, okay, that would go into all the little nooks and crannies of the bidet. You're but, oh shit. And I don't want to, I'm like, I don't want to have What do you the, mean nooks and crannies of the bidet? Oh, because it's like an attachment and there's. Yeah, and there's all of sorts of like places where the piss can get up into that I don't even know. Nooks and crannies is not a. Good way to describe Nooks and crannies is like... It's the English muffin. Right. Yeah. Those are God, I want an English muffin. Man, how about an English muffin? Am I? Let's hear it for English muffins in the comments. Sound off on your favorite brand. You know for what me, I, it's Thomas English muffins. It's got to be Thomas. You toast that shit. You put a little pat of butter on there. Magnifique. Bleep that out. Jam. They haven't paid us. We're not, we're not paying on. for the ads. Get the fuck out. You know what I've been making really good? Really well, you mean? No, no. Uh, these are... People, I've I've uh, been tutoring and making them good. Oh, <laughs> what have you been making really good? I have been Beans. making really well. Yeah, I got this new bean recipe. <laughs> what have you been making real well? Uh, breakfast burritos. Ooh, ooh. And it takes me because the thing is, the best part about the breakfast burritos is the potatoes. So I make really good home fries, mm. and they take a while. So I make the home fries the day before. Yeah, you mean apartment I, fries because you live in an apartment. <laughs> Continue. And then I got a whole bunch of potatoes and I can make a breakfast burrito whenever I want. Damn, Doug. And I've been making truly like the perfect fluffiest scrambled eggs. Oh, it's so good. Babu, I've been making a really good breakfast shake myself. It's delishy. So good. Satisfies my hunger. My hunger pangs. And the pills that I take, I'm supposed to take them with like like fats. So I, I put a little dab of coconut oil in there. That's some fat for you right there. I got some fat for you. Uh, oh, boy. So here we go. We <clears throat> we didn't get to have time to go to Crypto Corner. We got a whole bunch of news. What else? Wait, what was the... Oh, yeah. We'll talk about Elon in the after hours. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, I lost some money in some trades. I got fucked. Man, we're we going to just... talk... Oh, we got a lot of stuff. Crypto, Bill Gates on crypto, Adam Newman doing a... From WeWork doing a crypto thing. I'm going to talk about my Yosemite trip. I'll talk about... Uh, all kinds of shit, really. It's gonna be fucking fun. I stepped fun. on bees. Ben stepped on some bees in Yosemite. I um, got stung, dude. 
got a lot, man. Got a lot to cover. So be sure to uh, go to the head over, pop over onto that TMGstudios.tv. Get yourself uh, subscribed. Uh, either to and the they're still available, baby. Get yourself a shirt. <sighs> uh, depending on how quickly they go, maybe we'll beg. Uh, we'll beg big big sticker to let us make some more. Yeah. Um, but those guys are tricky, man. You don't know what be- me and Ben had to do to get these things. We had to bribe a union boss. Uh, that, that's all they made you do? Yeah, what they make you do, buddy. I'll have to tell you in after hours. Oh, no. Oh, no. Trillionairestore.com is where you should go. Trillionairestore.com, that's where you go to buy all your Columbo merch. Like, subscribe, comment. Rate us five stars. Yeah. Only nice comments. Only nice comments. Follow us on the Instagram. Follow us on Twitter.com. And uh, love yourselves. Hug, love yourselves. Hug. Be kind to yourselves. Yeah, we're not going to say the, the trademark thing. We're going to say hug your parents, love your parents. Kiss your parents. But also quit your job and shit your pants. Hug everybody you know. Yeah. It's been a real rough week for everybody. Yeah. Go call people, tell me you love them. Yeah. Random numbers. Anyway, thank you so much for watching another episode of Twitter and Mindset. We appreciate you. We it's love the, you. It's the only show on uh, out there that talk about the important things. And now we're going to go to After Hours and be bad. We're going to be naughty boys in the After Hours. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We love you so much. Give me a big kiss. Don't be afraid now. Give me a big kiss. Get in here. Should we give him a little tease for Give me a little kiss. Oh, yeah. Emil. Oh, man. Um, Bye. Bye. This week on After Hours. It's President Trump. Hey, I got a flash nap for you. You flipped me off. You look like a worm. I look like Big Bird. List all the weird things about my penis, then. (laughs) JFK's my dad? Sign up on TMGstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.